Hello and welcome to episode 64 of the MR Running Pains podcast. My name is Aaron Saft and today I am going to talk about treadmill running. Um, I often use the treadmill for multiple purposes and a lot of times I think there's a stigma with uh, with the treadmill. A lot of runners feel like uh, maybe it isn't true training, but uh, I want to go over some things that can uh, really benefit you from, from using the treadmill in, uh, in proper ways. Um, you know, I, I know as a parent that uh, <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten in so many runs if I didn't have access to that treadmill. You know, um, my wife being a doctor, her schedule, uh, a lot of times, you know, I just was home with the kids, especially when they were younger. I obviously couldn't leave them, so I'd have to jump on the treadmill while, you know, they played in the basement or, you know, watch TV or whatever it may be, uh, so that I could, you know, get my run in. But, um, you know, I, I really, I actually have grown to enjoy the treadmill. Um, truth be told, I have set up um, a TV <laughs> and DVD player, and uh, I have Netflix and all that stuff hooked up to the TV, so I have some visual stimulus. Um, I definitely could not do it <laughs> without that. Um, I am not one that can just listen to music and run on a treadmill. Uh, my wife can do that. I don't know how, <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, I've gone as far as, uh, probably 22 miles on the treadmill and I know people that have gone further. So, you know, it, it is a great training tool for, uh, for those that need it, uh, for those that have access to it. Um, you know, for those that, uh, are, are wondering how they're going to get things in, it might be a worthy investment to, to get because there are so many things that you can do with the treadmill and that's some of the things I want to go over. Um, I last year, as I've kind of talked about on, you know, this podcast took a step back and really focused on, um, gaining my aerobic fitness back. I, I went to basics and I actually use the treadmill quite often. Um, I got myself a, um, chest strap heart rate monitor. Um, you know, the, are uh, uh, no affiliation to, to the brand, but I got the Wahoo, um, and I've been really pleased with it. It linked with my treadmill, so my treadmill could tell me, uh, you know, what my heart rate was without having to look at my watch or change the screen on my watch. Um, and uh, I was able to make sure I wasn't going too hard and monitor, you know, my heart rate um, and really be in tune with what the effort that I was putting out. Um, which in a lot of these workouts came in super handy and gave me some extra data points. Um, also, uh, used, uh, again, no affiliation, the Koros, um, Apex Pro watch, uh, you know, most of their watches have a indoor running, uh, setting and it works off of, um, the, uh, the motion of your body, um, and kind of, uh, gets an idea of what you ran and then you can adjust it at the end based off what the the treadmill is telling you you did for distance so you can adjust it uh before it uploads to whatever platform you use um fitness platform you use so um i really liked my koros for that um and uh so you know like i said i want to get into kind of some workouts that i do and use the treadmill for um i think it can be like i said just a super super helpful um, tool. Um, one thing that, uh, that I really like treadmills for, and they're getting better and better at because, uh, uh, the technology just keeps developing is incline. 
um, the uh, a lot of the treadmills now you can um, uh, go on a run. Um, uh, iFit uses this uh, technology, and um, you know you, you basically go on a run somewhere else, you know, wherever it may be. Let's just say you went running in Hawaii and, uh, you know, it would change the incline of the, um, of the treadmill so that it goes up and down with the variation in, you know, in what you're watching on the monitor. Um, I think that's pretty cool, but, um, I don't have that. (laughs) So, um, uh, you know, my treadmill, um, goes up to 20% incline, um, I, I don't have, a um, one that goes much higher than, you know, than that. Um, but that's sufficient for me. Um, as we've discussed, uh, you know, listening to, um, I think it was the Coopcast said, um, when they talked about power hiking at what incline does it become more efficient for one to power hike? And it's just below 16%. Um, so I always use 16% incline as my kind of standard for, um, if I'm going to practice power hiking, um, for those that are, are training for a mountain race, this is a great way for you to train, um, by using, uh, the incline on the treadmill just at first, just kind of getting used to hiking at, uh, at incline. You may want to start a little bit, uh, less incline and kind of work into it. Um, you know, um, feeling it out, just kind of seeing what your, uh, what your heart rate does. That's a, you know, again, a great metric to tell how hard you're going and make sure you're not going too hard. Um, you know, at, at 16%, that's definitely challenging. Uh, as you get used to that, um, usually I, I start out with, um, like 10 minute intervals. I'll do like two by 10 minutes with like a little bit of rest in between, maybe three minutes of rest. Um, typically bring the incline down to zero for my rest. So I'll do a warm up. Uh, you know, I, I usually run for my warm up. I, you know, get about maybe like 15 minutes of jogging in. Then I'll, I'll jack the incline up to 16% and hike. Uh, for 10 minutes, then I'll drop it down to zero and, you know, either walk or jog, depending on how I'm feeling. And then, you know, ramp it back up, get it back up to 16%, another 10 minutes, and then bring it back down to zero and, and jog cool down 10 or 15 minutes. And that's a, it's a great workout. Um, you can add challenge, uh, if you like on the, uh, the incline portions by using a weighted vest, uh, something that we've talked about here in the past and has become more and more popular. Um, Ian Sharman has been really a great advocate for that. He's you know written a few articles in Ultra Running Magazine. Um, Patrick Regan actually put it into my training when when he was training me, uh, and that's where I, I really became familiar with the weighted vest. Um, I use um, a weighted vest that I bought uh, from Dick Sporting Goods uh, by Fitness Gear. I'll try to remember to put that in the show notes uh, so that you guys can take a look. Um, but it's great because it uses two pound weights, very in you know um, individual two pound weights, and you can put in as much as you want. So you can start uh, on the lighter side. Uh, I like to make sure the vest is even on the front and the back for weight, so that it's you know evenly distributed. Um, and then uh, you know at first, really, you don't need much more than than twelve pounds to kind of get used to it. Um, yeah, I went for a weighted vest walk the other day outside, and I had twenty pounds. It's you know definitely a lot heavier. You can use your, uh, uh, your hydration pack and just fill up, uh, you know, your bladder with water and add some water bottles to the front. Uh, just, you know, that, that will 
be weighed as well. Um, I've had athletes that just use uh, a hiking pack with um, books. You know, whatever you have access to, be creative um, and use if you need to uh, to um, uh, to make more challenge. Uh, you know, sixteen percent is definitely challenging enough. <laughs> uh, the only downside is that you know, if you practice uh, or plan to use poles, you won't be able to practice with, with those on the treadmill. But um, you know, like I said, you know, having that weighted vest kind of gets you used to that weight distribution on your back and uh, actually strengthens some core muscles. So that's a fantastic way to to get a little bit of strength workout in. Um, and you can also use the weighted vest for um, for strength training, right? So there's plenty of things you can do with the weighted vest for strength training. Um, a lot of my athletes, I have them do David Roche's speed legs workout. Um, and uh, that's a YouTube video. I'm going to put that as well uh, in the show notes. But um, you can take a look at that. And uh, you can actually do that with a weighted vest once you get uh, more advanced with it. Um, so weighted vest, super, super handy tool. Again, don't need to buy one if, if you uh, just, you know, use your book bag and uh, some books or uh, your your uh, hydration pack and some water in there and load that up. Um, but um, like I said, you know, that's that's great practice, uh, you know, if, especially if you're an ultra runner. Uh, it's always good to be more efficient at hiking and practice hiking, especially at incline. Um, definitely, it's a great aerobic exercise. You gain a lot of fitness and a lot of strength from doing so. So I encourage you to, to add that into your training. Um, depending, you know, like I said, you don't want it to be too hard. So you could you actually do it on a recovery day uh, and just make it, you know, uh, part of your recovery as, and as long as you're not making it too hard, because if you make it too hard, obviously, uh, defeats the purpose of a recovery day, <laughs> but it's a great place to insert it into your training. Um, on, uh, on normal runs, speaking of incline, I usually keep my incline at one and a half to 2%. Um, obviously the tread is moving and pulling your foot back. So you're getting a little bit of, of, uh, pull from the tread. Uh, that's why some people feel like it's, you know, it's, it's not doing as much. So if you add the incline, you know, you're creating a little bit more uh, as if you were outside on a, a flat road. So, um, that's, that's kind of the one and a half to 2%. That's what I like for, uh, my normal runs. Um, I also, um, you know, speaking of incline, I do, um, increasing, um, incline runs. So I may start out just warming up at that 2% incline and then over, you know, the course of the run after, you know, I warmed up, I start gradually increasing, uh, the incline by 0.5%, um, each, you know, half mile to mile and just kind of gradually building it up. Um, I usually work my way up to 7%, uh, without decreasing the speed. If anything, I, I actually try to increase the speed and create more challenge. Um, again, this is where a heart rate monitor comes in handy. You just want to make sure that it's not, you know, too taxing. Uh, you want to watch that heart rate, make sure it's not going up too high and you're not, you know, uh, going into, uh, uh, zones that you don't want to be in because you'll have to recover from it. So, um, but you know, it's, it's a really cool way to kind of break things up because, you know, it, it diverts your attention and you're, you're thinking about, okay, you know, when do I need to, to increase, um, my incline, but yeah, I like to go up to about 7% on those runs. Um, and some of those runs I create a, uh, 
a um, a goal, like a gain goal. How many how many feet can I gain? Uh, let's say you know um, I'd like to gain whatever, like you know two thousand feet in this run. Um, so uh, you know I, I'll start you know again doing it that way, and then um, kind of determining do I need to increase it more to hit my goal? Uh, you know, and and basically you know try to hit that goal uh, by the end of my run. Um, you know, I've got a set time that, that I want to be running for and I want to hit that distance. So just want to make sure that, uh, you know, that, uh, I'm, I'm getting there and <laughs> I've, I've definitely gone up <laughs> beyond, uh, uh, 7% <laughs> on some runs just to make sure I hit that goal. But, um, just a different way to, to do it. And, uh, you know, kind of a, a fun workout, uh, is setting that, uh, gain goal. Um, we did something back in the day, um, at footer X, uh, we called it the 10, 10 challenge. Um, it, we ran, um, 10 minutes at 10% incline. Um, you've probably seen some videos where, you know, they've had the challenge where it's like 15, uh, percent for 15 minutes. Um, you know, the, the more human version of it is, uh, 10, uh, 10% for 10 minutes. And you can do that as a time trial. You know, just stick it in every once in a while and and see, you know, can I get faster? Can I go further? Um, so you can do time trials like that. Um, and if you're you're feeling, you know, that you want to increase that uh, to, you know, whatever you want. But I think that's a great starting point. It's, uh, it's you know, 10% is definitely um, uh, one of those inclines that is challenging, yet you can probably still run and, and actually pick up, you know, to faster speeds. Whereas, you know, obviously if you increase the incline, it's going to be more and more difficult. So, um, I like that 10, uh, 10% for 10 minutes, little time trial that you can stick in, you know, maybe once a month, just kind of see where you're at and see how you're doing. See if you're getting more efficient on the climbs, um, you know, with all these workouts, hopefully, you know, you, you are, um, so, uh, other ones, um, I, I like doing, um, hill repeats. Uh, those can be, uh, just like your, your intervals, which we'll talk about intervals later on. Um, but, um, like hill strides, you know, I, th- I think, uh, doing, um, 20 to 30 second surges, uh, on the treadmill at a fast speed. Um, you know, this, uh, would be probably like five uh, K effort, you know, five K pace, uh, on the treadmill. And, uh, if you do, you know, 20 seconds, I usually take about a, a minute 10 rest just so it's, it's easy for me to calculate. I know, you know, when that next interval is going to start. Um, and usually with hill repeats, I just keep it at incline. I just hop off the treadmill and just rest or, you know, hop off on the rails and just rest. Um, and then, um, when it's, you know, time to go again, I hop back on, um, usually make sure you hold the rails when you hop back on just so, you know, you don't <laughs> slip, but, um, you know, that's, that's another way to, to do strides and, and work on hill repeats. Um, hills, you know, hill repeats are great for form, uh, you know, working on speed and turnover. So, uh, great to implement into your running. Uh, you know, so, um, hill, hill repeats are, are wonderful. We've talked about that in the past as well. Um, you know, ton of other things that you can do with uh, with incline on the treadmill, but those are just a few ideas for you guys. Um, other things, 
progression runs. I love, it's probably my favorite workout on the treadmill is progression runs. Um, and they can be done a number of ways, but, um, you know, progression runs, obviously you're just trying to get faster over the course of the run. Uh, these are, um, you know, kind of like my normal runs. I set the incline at 2% and, um, always start out nice and easy, right? Just warming up. Okay. Give myself like two miles just to kind of warm up, get the legs ready. And then I start, um, one way I do it is I start increasing my speed. Just like we talked about earlier with increasing the incline, I increase my speed, uh, maybe, you know, 0.1 or 0.2 every like half mile to mile, depending on my goal, how fast I want to get, uh, and just building that up over the duration of my run, uh, so that, you know, I finish fast. Um, again, here's where heart rate comes in handy. It, you know, I, I want to make sure that, uh, like I, you know, if, if, uh, if I'm in, a certain phase of training that I'm not going beyond a certain heart rate. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm monitoring to make sure that I know what zone I'm in and, and how hard it is. And, and, and obviously I don't get too hard. So, um, but that's, that's a, you know, a fun way to do things again, you know, kind of takes your mind off of uh, the fact that you're running cause you're thinking, Oh, you know, do I need to increase my speed? Um, you know, so, um, good way to do things. Other uh, way I do things is um, after the two mile warm up, I'll have a set time or distance that I am going to run at a certain pace or speed, and then uh, once that you know that time is over, kind of like a, a tempo, I'll increase uh, the pace again and run for you know another duration uh maybe shorter depending on how hard it is uh for instance you know i i, I like to do one that's uh two mile warm-up and then i'll do four miles at um just uh, uh at a moderate pace uh maybe like you know kind of around i don't know uh somewhere between uh half marathon and marathon pace and then I'll do another four miles more towards half marathon pace. And then I'll do two miles at like 10 K pace. So it's, you know, it's a gradual, um, increase in pace and effort. And then, uh, you know, that's, I actually end it, uh, after the, uh, the hard effort. I don't, you know, I don't typically cool down. You certainly can that, that, uh, <laughs> workout is long enough for me. Uh, so yeah, two, four, six, so then that's 10, that's 12 miles of, of running in the, in the workout. So obviously you can cool down if you have the time and want to. Um, I typically just end on the, the fast note. Um, and I mean, I do walk, so I guess I do cool down in some regard. I do a little bit of a walk to, to let my heart rate come down before I hop off the treadmill. But that's a, another way to do progression runs. Um, and then obviously like the last one, which I touched on earlier is intervals. Um, yeah, intervals are, are, you know, they're great on the, the treadmill. Um, you can do them fartlek style. Um, and by fartlek style, what I mean is that you don't have a predetermined workout, nor do you have a, a certain interval in your mind. You may just, uh, hit a random speed on the, you know, on the board and just hold it for as long as you can and then slow it down and jog until you feel recovered and then hit another speed you know, a totally different speed could be slower, could be faster and then hold that for whatever you feel and then hit a slower button and jog you're working all different ranges of speeds. 
and durations, intensities. So it's it's great. And you could do the same thing. You could add incline, right? You could throw the incline up and then hit a speed and then, you know, bring the incline down. You can mess with all of those factors. That's a great way to do a fartlek. Uh, you know, that the fartlek was uh was used by um by Lydiard, Arthur Lydiard, um, on single track trails because single track trails kind of replicate that, you know, with the up and down of the trails, you kind of speed up, slow down. So it's, you know, it's a great way to do it on the treadmill. So, uh, you know, use a fartlek style workout to do it. Um, you could have set intervals, right? And set intervals can be by time. You know, you could do one minute hard, one minute easy, um, you could do it by distance, quarter mile hard, quarter mile easy. Um, and so those are your more intense intervals. Kind of, we talked about that with, uh, with RPE, how, um, you know, when we do intensities, uh, our, uh, our shorter, faster, more anaerobic intervals are, um, are definitely they're um, one-to-one. So hard interval, uh, to, uh, recovery. So if you do one minute hard, you do one minute easy. Uh, as you get more towards your, your threshold intervals, you're doing um, the interval and the rest is half of the actual interval. So, um, but, you know, that's, that's another way to do things. Um, and the other thing for intervals is um, strides, just as we did hill repeats, <clears throat> you can do strides and uh and you you know do strides at the end of your run um 20 second strides with a minute 10 rest just like you did with the hill repeats but just keep it at that you know two percent incline um you know just speed it up and slow it down uh, it's a good way to do strides uh, i know your strides a little bit awkward on the treadmill so obviously not the most ideal thing uh for for practicing um just flat strides but you know something else that you can do um you know, on the treadmill so um as I said, you know, treadmills can be extremely useful. Um, really, a really, you know, uh, good training tool for me. Um, I, I, I think that, uh, you know, we, we worry that, you know, we're, we're not outside and, and, you know, on the trails, but they have their place. Um, if you use them properly, um, especially, like I said, for, for busy folks, uh, they can be a great training tool. So, um, hopefully, you know, you could use some of this stuff in your training. And, uh, you know, if, if you got that, that treadmill that's, uh, collecting dust down in the basement, you've got, uh, all the old whole, uh, clothes hung up all over it, uh, maybe dust it off and, uh, and, uh, and throw in a workout, you know, see how it goes. See what, see what you think. Um, you know, find an old TV and throw it down there and, uh, we have something to watch and it's, it's not so bad, but, um, yeah. So, um, that's what I got for the, the treadmill, um, workouts, um, you know, other things that are going on, um, newsletter, uh, you know, it, it should be out by the time I release this, (laughs) I am recording on, uh, May 4th. So may the 4th be with you. Um, it's, uh, um, it should be out by Thursday and, uh, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've got a few gear reviews in there and, uh, shoe reviews, um, some training things, um, and you know just uh, some stories and stuff uh so you know check out the the newsletter uh, try to put as much helpful stuff as i can in there uh so that should be coming out if you haven't subscribed you can go to my website which is mrrunningpains.com and uh and subscribe on there all the old um um uh, 
newsletters and podcasts are archived under the connect page. So you can check those out there as well. Um, uh, other things going on. Uh, want to say a big thank you to one of my best friends, Dave Workman, um, just kind of randomly texted me, um, last Monday and asked me if I wanted to do the art lobe trail. Um, Art Lobe, for those that don't know, is a 30-mile trail here in Western North Carolina. It has 9,000 feet of vertical gain, um, and is uh, you know it can be pretty burly, obviously in sections. Uh, it's uh, I, if you remember last year, uh, if you were listening at that time, I was going to go for the FKT. Uh, I sustained a calf injury, so that that didn't occur. Um, and I talked about last week how Javen Lap just ran an outstanding FKT on it, so. Um, and, uh, Grant Burnett just, uh, messaged me and it sounds like he's going to go for the unsupported record, which I don't think there is one at the moment. Uh, Dave and I did do it unsupported, but you know, we just had a great time and just really enjoyed the trail. Uh, enjoyed the day. It was a beautiful day. Um, you know, we, we did it, like I said, unsupported style. Uh, it was, it was pretty crazy. Um, I practiced with my poles, brought those out there. Um, just got an email today. Uh, somebody was asking about the wait list for hard rock and, uh, you know, they're saying that, you know, do you think that's going to move? Um, and, uh, the answer was probably not. So, uh, me being, uh, much later in the, uh, the wait list, it doesn't look like I'm going to get in this year, which is a bummer. Um, so it looks like I'll be switching over to my, uh, plan B for, uh, for running grindstone. Cause I'll need another qualifier this year. But, um, but yeah, and either way, it was great. We had a great day. It was so much fun. Um, really, I just kept things simple. I definitely overpacked. My pack was so full of stuff. Um, I'm going to talk about that in my newsletter. You know, all this stuff that I carried that I didn't even use, but ended up just having um, two king size Snicker bars that I ate. Uh, those have uh, two bars in in each package, so I had four bars and uh, just uh, tailwind. We filtered three times. Um, I used my Katahdin um, Be Free. Uh, I had a one liter filter and, uh, you know, we just filter our own water three times. Um, and, uh, so, um, I had, um, started with two bottles. Um, the first time I filtered two more bottles, uh, the next time I filtered three more bottles and then the last time I filtered two. So, uh, and I just carried extra tailwind with me. I had the individual packets and, uh, it worked out great. I felt great. I felt awesome. Um, you know, Dave had a little bit of a struggle with his stomach, which made it, made it rough on the backside. We definitely slowed down a lot on the backside. Um, we were definitely sub seven hour pace and, uh, had to walk a bit more, which was totally fine. Like I said, we weren't trying to, we didn't have any goals. We were just out there to do it. And it was great. It was awesome. Uh, I loved it had an awesome experience. So, uh, like I said, check out the newsletter. I'm going to give a more detailed, obviously report there. Um, and you know, I'll talk about my gear and everything else. Um, <laughs> all the stuff that I didn't need. Um, so super cool. Appreciate that, Dave. Thank you, sir. Um, really cool time. Um, Mr. Keegan is, uh, is supposed to be, he was supposed to race today. Uh, that did not happen. Unfortunately, uh, we had a weather system move in here <clears throat> into Western North Carolina, uh, that canceled the meet today. Uh, so Thursday, uh, it'll be after this podcast releases, Keegan will be running his, uh, final regular season meet. And, uh, you know, um, I'm sure he's going to crack my, my best from, uh, from middle school. So, uh, you know, fingers crossed for him. I hope he has a great race. And, uh, you know, the kids are, are doing great. It's fun. 
it's a great time. So, uh, he's doing awesome and, uh, you know, really proud of him. It's been fun to watch. Uh, if he does it, I think we'll, uh, we'll have to have him on the podcast and, uh, and, and do an interview with him and talk to him about it. Cause that was a lot of fun. Um, I've got some really cool special guests coming up and I, you know, I, I, I say that and <laughs> we know the way that, uh, that scheduling works these days. You, you do your best to, to schedule something and, and things fall through. But, um, I have touched base with, um, Stephanie Howell Violet, uh, and Kenyon Woodard. Um, both of them are going to come on and we are going to talk about, um, Protect Our Winners, uh, great organization that's doing amazing things, um, you know, and, and they have uh, uh, some great insight into how we can all help and, and be a part of, of the solution, right, uh, of protecting our, uh, our lands uh, and, and, and being uh, better to the environment. So um, I look forward to that conversation. Um, we will uh, probably release that next week. So that will probably be my next episode. Uh, the episode that I've been promising with my uh, my best friends, Scott Sosha and Joe Quinlan, um, that we will be recording next week. So I'm excited for that. Um, and I've got a confirmation from um, uh, my physical therapist, Miriam. Um, she is going to help me, and we're going to record the Shins, um, Shin Splint. Uh, special episode. So, uh, you know, number of things coming up. Yeah, I apologize again to, to all that, uh, you know, I haven't gotten, haven't gotten the guests back on. Um, I do need to reach back out to Natalie Daniels. Uh, she did finish the brute challenge. I'd like to hear how that, that, that wrapped up and, um, you know, and follow up on that. So, um, I'm going to be reaching out to her. So it sounds like we got plenty of guests <laughs> coming up in the future here. Um, and, uh, I'm excited about that. So, but, um, you know, as always guys, I really appreciate you appreciate your time and, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, anytime you have questions, I, I appreciate it. Um, got a message the other day just asking about footwear, which was really cool. Uh, you know, I really, um, really like to, to talk about footwear and, and, you know, prospects, things that might be good, um, you know, insights, things that I've used. So, um, you got questions about anything, don't hesitate to reach out. I, you know, I've, I really appreciate you guys and thank you for listening until next time. Keep running my friends.